like gals and ghouls and cats that I can see presently. How are y'all? Hi. Good. Dante doing, says, hey. Good. Dante looks like serious, like he's ready to get down to, to ghoul business. Absolutely. He's been waiting. I mean, you know, we had a little break and he could barely contain himself. He's like ready for action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He knows that it's haunted out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does love escaping from he's, the house and walking no. on roads. So Dante. he's excited for the for our topic uh, today. Oh my gosh. Our handsome man is, ex- is he loves a haunted road. Mm-hmm. Has he actually escaped recently? No, not recently. Oh. Alyssa did Alyssa did witness one time when he escaped. Emily and also we spent like Oh yeah. And you showed up. That was before the trip. Yeah. yeah before we went to San Antonio, mm-hmm. Dante escaped mm-hmm. and we spent almost two hours outside looking for him. God, Dante. And he Finally, was just I found hanging him. out. Yeah, he was with another cat. He always finds another cat. And he um he was in like a a junkyard. <laughs> And his paws were dirty for months. <laughs> God. I couldn't that, get him off. I couldn't get the grease off. <laughs> he was a mess. I got scary because I had a scare with my cat this week. And I was like, oh, my gosh, these cats, what is happening? My cat lives my- with my parents. He's their cat now, let's be honest, because Steve is super allergic to cats. So my parents kindly took my sweet angel, Andy, and... He, like, they thought he was having a seizure, but then they realized there were lilies in the house. Oh. And he, yeah, he had a moment. So he's going to be okay, but no. y'all be careful out there. Cause... You got to be careful. Mm-hmm. I, I like to lock all my flowers in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Uh. If you're a cat owner, no lilies. Be careful with the Monsera plants. I have to put mine up on a shelf. But yeah, you just, you got to Google. Yeah. Is, will this plant kill my cat? Question mark. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, there's you, a lot. My mom person. got it as a gift and like didn't even think about it. And yeah, Andy has been rubbing all up on that. So we're surprised <laughs> he's still here, but he is. Yeah. What a guy. Good, good. In better news, though. Very exciting news. We have a new patron. <gasps> Stop it. Yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. Their name is Lana. 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 Yeah. Lana, girl, is on my toe. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. The precious. That's special. Toe. Yeah. And it's sandal it. season, baby. That's why. Do you know how much <laughs> I show off my feet these days? you know yeah it's hot out here gotta walk Mm -hmm. around in those Mm flip-flops and lana is right there i love it i love it and we love you lana Lana. thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts means Mm -hmm. the world to us you too out there can become a patron at patreon.com slash the golden ghouls if you're feeling Mm -hmm. crazy just let us know also in more exciting news our Pearl Candle Company candles are sold the frick out. Oh my gosh. So That's thanks so to everyone wonderful. who bought them. It's such a great candle. It's so delightful. But we do have some fun new merchandise in the shop. We got keychains, we got new stickers, we got all sorts of stuff. 
And who knows, maybe another spooky new item come spooky season. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys want, you know? I'm down. <laughs> I'm down for <laughs> To do whatever. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. It's It's hot. For anyone out there who doesn't know... I have to turn the AC off in my house so there's no weird sounds in the background and I'm already sweating. So I'd say uh, we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, <laughs> Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ah, all right. Kylie gave us a little sneak preview. But, uh, Dante did. We thought this one would be fun because travel, you know, it's it's sketchy right now. But a road trip, perhaps, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you could be you could be pretty safe if you're smart about it. So we're talking about haunted roads. Yes, and let this really me tell you, perfect for social distancing. It is, you know, a nice drive with your your closest person who you've been quarantining with. What could be better? See some sights. That's what I'm thinking. Or some ghosts. <laughs> exactly. Ooh. Exactly. But uh, I'll kick it off. Love do it. it up. Let's do it. Where are we going? We're going to Marshall, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> the excitement. <laughs> oh. uh, Marshall, Texas to Stagecoach Road. And this was suggested by a very sweet listener named Jonathan. Also, just to say, if you guys have any suggestions of what you might want to hear, let us know because our brains hurt sometimes. So (laughs) your suggestions are helpful. All right. Marshall, Texas, like I told the peeps. The city was founded in 1841 as the seat of Harrison County, Texas, after failed attempts to establish a county seat on the Sabine River. So here we are. It was a failure, and then they moved on over. So the Republic of Texas decided to choose the land because of its hilly location, and it had a good water source. Okay. So the more you know about Marshall, it's a water hotspot, apparently. Uh, The city quickly became a major city in the state because of its position as a gateway to Texas. It was on the route of several major stagecoach lines, and one of the first Mm. railroad lines constructed in Texas ran through it. It's crazy to think that this was like a major city because I don't know how many people have really heard of Marshall, Texas. It's not super big. The population is like 23,000, but it was apparently a hotspot back in the day. Hmm. It's good to know. Good to know. The more you know. Yeah, right. So with its Stagecoach Line history, it's only natural that this place, Stagecoach Road, exists, right? It's a historic dirt road, and it served as the main thoroughfare for stagecoaches traveling between Shreveport and Marshall in the early to mid-1800s before the Civil War. After the war, though, travel on the road declined because of the railroad expansion. So it had its heyday, and then they said, we're going to take the train instead. Heck, mm-hmm. these bumpy-ass roads. That's what I was going to say, a lot smoother. I And also, <laughs> in all of my research that I did, I found out it's pretty fucking bumpy. There's lots of holes in the ground. Mm. 
can I tell you something? Please. Way back in the day, we I took a stagecoach for like a um, one of those, you know, live the experience mm-hmm. kind of things where they dress you up and you, you take a stagecoach over to this little cabin where we ate some uh, good uh, beans from, you know, the farm. <laughs> and Beans from the farm. <laughs> stagecoach rides are the worst rides I mean, ever. And y'all know. Literally ever. I don't know how they did it. I don't know. Y'all know I have the worst motion sickness. I can't yeah, even I was going to say. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we'd make it. I would. You can't. Not like to do it. I don't know how they made it. Honestly. A lot of them like, didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ever heard of Oregon Trail? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the stagecoach was always losing a wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a place. All right. So it's located in Northeast Marshall. And this old dirt road is lined with these huge oak trees that actually block out all of the sunlight from above. So naturally, it's got this really creepy atmosphere. Even in the day, the sunlight's blocked out. I saw some photos and it's definitely a shaded road, which always a little spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's just a naturally spooky place, lots of legends have come to be and hauntings, stories of hauntings. So sightings include that of a goat man. <gasps> All right. Goat man? Goat man. Oh, gosh. Yeah. As well as apparitions of small children on the side of the road. Which love, love that. I don't want to see any small children on the side of the road uh, by themselves. It's not okay. Medium sized would be would fine. You- <laughs> yeah, like twelve would or you- thirteen. Yeah, oh. you could stand out there and probably fend for yourself for a little bit. Uh, there's also this local legend involving a mother who drowned her children in a nearby marsh. And it's said that she planned to take her own life after the fact, but couldn't do it. She was too much of a weenie. I don't know how she just killed her children, but she, you know, couldn't take care of herself. So the townspeople (laughs) killed her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Rude. Well, I mean, so back in those days, you know, they're going to get real mad and you shouldn't have done that. You should not have done that, ma'am. Please do not kill your children. Don't do that. So, yeah, naturally, this legend has led to stories of hauntings. Um, how could it not? True. Mm-hmm. But the dirt the dirt road, the old dirt road, it's still easily traveled today, and it draws in ghost hunters and curious visitors often. So this guy, Clay Henderson of Sunshine Paranormal, he was the founder. He and his wife investigated the road back in 2013. And he said, direct quote, We talked to the man at the front counter of the Best Western, and he asked if we had ever been out to Stagecoach Road. We never heard of it. He said about one or two ghost hunters a year went out to see and investigate it. I thought the legends were likely teenage hysteria or boyfriends taking their girlfriends out there trying to scare them. We went out there to debunk the legends and the stories. Instead... We found some pretty great evidence supporting them. We stopped the car at one point because we had an EMF detector on it and it spiked. 
I got out and started randomly taking pictures. And in one of them, a girl in a white dress about five feet tall was standing about 20 feet away from the back of our car, which is a pretty crazy capture, a whole ass photo of a girl in a white dress. Mm, Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Hendersons also snapped a photo of what may be a ghostly figure, which Clay believes to be the legendary murderous mother and her two <gasps> children. Which is this another sense. crazy capture. They mm-hmm. also experienced battery drains on some of their electronic equipment while on the road, which <gasps> we know about, we've experienced in our own investigations. And we see it on all the ghostly television shows, Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures. Mm -hmm. The couple said they also heard the world, the world? (laughs) They heard the word felt. That's intense. (laughs) They heard the whole world. Honestly, that's how I feel most of the time. Uh, They had the word felt come through their spirit box that they were using during the investigation. So... Maybe this spirit was trying to tell them how they felt. Maybe it was a child who was drowned there. Mm. They were feeling real bad. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what it could mean, but that's just a a theory. So -hmm. now for another tale. And this one spooked me to the core. So fast forward a little bit, 2018. Stephanie Watson takes a drive down Stagecoach Road and... The next day, she's cleaning her Jeep because it had gotten pretty dirty out on that road. And she said while she was doing that, she noticed a muddy child's handprint on the driver's side of the car. She said at no point was a child anywhere near our vehicle during the ride to have touched it, especially not during the dusty parts of the drive. I saw this photo. It is like an obvious handprint. It's a whole ass handprint. There's no mistaking it and y'all know how i feel about child ghosts (laughs) i don't like them oh man i feel bad for them but i'm afraid of them it's yeah yeah they're scary yep and this other visitor her name is becky and she says if you want to scare someone you take them down stagecoach road at night you stop the car roll down the windows and turn off the lights The very last time I was there, we did this. We then felt the back of the truck go down like something was stepping on the back bumper. The next morning, when we went out to the truck, the back window was covered in red dust except for the dozen or so tiny handprints all over the window. We didn't have any tiny humans that could have made the tiny handprints. I've never gone down that road again. Yeah, smart. (laughs) I think I'm going to go down that road, y'all. You are? (laughs) Maybe. You're scared. Making her way downtown. Why not? Um, I also, like, started digging way too deep, and I started finding people's stories of going there on Reddit, and a lot Mm. of people had these handprint experiences. One person even said that while they were driving down the road, a branch, like, launched out of nowhere at their car, and there was yeah. nothing like it. What they said it wasn't a natural like falling of a branch. It was like someone tossed a branch at them, Ooh, and there was okay. no one to be seen. So That's if you guys want to creep yourselves out, go search Stagecoach Road on Reddit. It's the one in Marshall, Texas. 
There are a few other stagecoach roads around the country that are said to be haunted, but this one is by far the spookiest. So thank you yeah, to I got Jonathan a little bit of chills for sharing that because never would have known about it otherwise. And it's pretty spooky. Yeah. I do have to apologize. Um, I think because I, I mentioned Dante <laughs> helping us with this episode, he's been very loud. He uh, knocked over the Wi-Fi while Alyssa was <laughs> talking. And right now he is going wild on the scratching post. So um, my apologies, unless... No, you guys he, like Dante? He, yeah, he thought he was a guest in? star okay. of the episode. Right. He's and really he was feeling like I thought I was on first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So cat's gotta he's, do what a cat's gotta do. Exactly. He's so goofy. He's feeling <laughs> confident. Do you guys uh you guys wanna go to New Jersey? Always. I do. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> One of my uh, best friends from childhood. She lives down there uh, near Jersey Shore with her boyfriend. But I'm going to ask her if she has been to this road. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's a pretty ominous name. Shades of Death Road. Ooh. Can we get more specific? I guess <laughs> if like shades of what? Color? Death Road? I don't know. Shades of gray? Shades. Ooh. It's a, <laughs> it's a uh, tantalizing road not that kind of road not that kind of road so emily would like that road it's true (laughs) for a pirate in there shades of death still sounds sad (laughs) (laughs) it's true we're going (laughs) so shades of death road is in warren county and some say i'm guessing some are either locals or historians or just visitors they say the street gets its name from a series of murders that occurred there in the uh, 1920s and 30s. Um, but when doing some research, I found out there were a there were many more reasons why this road probably has such a spooky name. Huh. So it's a typical two-lane road, um, about like six, seven miles in length. And it run it runs alongside Jenny Jump State Forest, which includes uh, the drive includes going by um, and alongside Ghost Lake, which hello, and lots of marshland and swampland. So this lake at times uh, has these large clouds and pillars of mist rising from the top of the water, which makes it look very spooky. And the mist basically like tumbles onto the road. And this phenomena is also called the Great Meadows Fog. Some say the mist is the spirits of the Native Americans who were killed by settlers and thrown into the water. Lovely. I really wish we didn't do that. Uh, Many locals and visitors have said that the sky above the lake is always very, very bright, as if it were still twilight, no matter what time of day or night, or night, (laughs) they they visit the lake. Uh, There have been several reported ghosts in the area, um, especially in a deserted old cabin across the lake from the road, which I read that and I was like, okay, we're definitely, we gotta, we gotta visit. We're staying in that cabin. 
is like <laughs> asking to be haunted. Exactly. They're, yeah. I'm like, it's, it's all set up for the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like everything is there. There have been reports of seeing ghostly figures walking alongside the road, uh, kind of coming in and out of the mist. So, you know, you would look, think you saw mist, but then it's like mist in the shape of a person with some human features. <gasps> Uh, The road also runs by um, Dark Moon Bar, which you're welcome for the call out, Dark Moon Bar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Chrissy Waters, who I'm not sure if she's still an employee, um, but she's an employee in the area um, at a general store, says that her mother has told her um, the reason why it is so haunted is because of some kind of uh, plague. And so in doing some research with that, found out that the name could be due to a malaria outbreak in the area that started in 1850. So this outbreak would continue every year, likely in the summer, and many, many people lost loved ones. And the problem was so widespread that Finally, in 1884, after 30-something years, 34 years of annual deaths, uh, a state-sponsored project drained the swamps, which basically ended the malaria threat. But there were a lot of deaths in the area, basically due to the lake. Get it together. So you see? Huh? Right, right. Mm-hmm. There's stuff out here now, guys, just floating around. Yeah, and there are so many other instances where people have just died here. Died. According to weirdnj.com, <laughs> which was a very interesting site, by the way, uh, some say that the original inhabitants of the area surrounding Shades of Death were an unruly band of squatters. So I'm not going to say they were the original inhabitants because we all know those are the Native Americans. So these are just some some wild white dudes hanging out, but often men from this gross gang would get into fights over women and then one of them would die and they would throw them in the lake. So that's cute. Mm. Another murder theory says that the road was originally known as the shades because of the low hanging trees. Uh, It basically would like form a canopy over the length of the street. So it would be super bright out. People would be driving down the road And there would be crazy people (laughs) hiding in the woods, in the shade, and they would jump out and murder. They would just kill the people walking or driving down the road. What? Okay. That's one of my (laughs) biggest fears (laughs) where on my life. Like going down a windy road and somebody just jumps out. Yeah. (gasps) Well, uh it's like the classic horror movie moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Where a crazy mm-hmm. person comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. No, thank some, you. Some people say that these were, you know, bored, drunken highwaymen, I guess. Uh, and it is said that the locals would take revenge again, against them by lynching them and leaving the bodies dangling from these low-hanging tree branches as a warning to others who were planning on... Oh, Killing. That helps. Nice yeah. people. You know? Very nice. Definitely a positive area. <laughs> <laughs> um, a quick little fun fact. 
in the 20s and 30s. This is a hot time for murders along this road. Uh, at least three have been recorded. Uh, local resident Bill Cummins was shot and buried in a mud pile. Like, what are y'all doing down what there? What the fuck is going on, New Jersey? <laughs> it was never solved. Um, a woman beheaded her husband and buried the head and the body on different sides of the street. Sometimes you have to do that so he can't put his <laughs> head back on. You're right. Smart. You're right. Ooh, the headless horseman, perhaps? Mm. Oh, my God. Another one, which sounds like just like a silly legend, but my apologies if it's not. Uh, another murder began as a robbery, but ended in a man getting hit over the head with a tire jack over some gold coins, uh, and that resulted in his death, which is very mm. sad. Jeez. Yep. Yep. Uh, so there have been more recent accounts of even older spirits, one being a Native American spirit guide who supposedly takes the shape of a deer oh, and beautiful. goes out into the middle of the road in front of like speeding cars. And if the car or the automobile does not slow down, it will cause an accident. So I don't know if that's the spirit saying, you know, get out of here or slow down i don't know who doesn't slow down for a deer seriously (sighs) am i right deers are so beautiful and sweet beautiful i mean the people (laughs) the people out here over time i they don't seem to be in their right minds i mean from what i've heard thus far (laughs) i can agree with that they're not well honey (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so shades of death road it seems to be kind of like the spookiness is is infiltrating other roads as well. Running east off of Shades of Death Road is Lenape Lane, and it's an unpaved, one-lane, dead-end road. It's not even a mile long. And it ends at a farmhouse. And, I mean, it's already super spooky, And then halfway down, there is like a space to either park or turn around, and it's next to an abandoned stable. So this road in itself seems like it's horrifying. And Weird New Jersey writes that visitors to the stable at night have reported extremely um, intense fogs surrounding it, and people have seen apparitions. Um, Even in clear weather, there's just like random fog. They also claim that the air is sometimes unusually chilly and just a general feeling of unease mm. uh, is felt in the area for no reason. So, I mean, we all know that these signs point to paranormal activity and probably some ghosts and you, yep. should, you should turn your car around. <laughs> so some nighttime visitors have also seen an orb of white light appear near the end of the road, which is said to chase cars back out to Shades of Death Road. And if this orb turns red in the process, those who see it will die. This may be due to an old tree near the end of Lenape Road that was never cut down where the road was built. So there's um, there's basically like a fork in the road. So on the tree, there's a big red reflector nailed to the tree so that people can see it when they're driving. So some say that this orb of white light or orb of red light is actually just the reflector. 
But still, another legend says that if one circles around the tree and drives down the road again at midnight, a red light will shine and the driver will die. Oh, well, then don't do it. Lord. (laughs) Right? Get a hobby. It's what I'm saying. So this, this is where it gets a little eerie. Again, weird NJ, weird New Jersey. Like, I... I'm loving you guys. (laughs) Uh, They published correspondence from two anonymous readers who said that they found hundreds of Polaroid photographs um, just off of the road during the 1990s. And they claim that local police began an an investigation, but the photos disappeared shortly afterward, which is odd to me. And I was actually able to find an excerpt from... Um, weird NG, NJ. <laughs> Who's NG? <laughs> uh, the the actual magazine or the the book. So I'm just going to read it to you real quick because it's it's very interesting and spooky. There's also a photo of Polaroids. I don't know if these are the actual Polaroids um, or if this is just for the article. But either way, if they're the real ones, we'll we'll post it on the gram. All right, shades Polaroids fade away. One of the strangest incidents related to Shades of Death Road was a mysterious pile of pictures found a few yards into the woods just off the road. Hundreds of Polaroid snapshots were dumped there by an unknown person and discovered by two different weird NJ readers. All of the photos were blurry and hard to make out, but seemed to depict a woman. The publication of the photos in our magazine began a police investigation, but within days... All of the photographic evidence had disappeared. What? So here are, yeah, here are the two, um, the two excerpts from the readers. So this is from Anonymous. My husband and I decided to take a ride down Shades of Death Road. We ended up on a dirt road that leads to it coming out of Freelinggeisen. I may not be pronouncing that correctly. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) There were tons, and I mean tons, of Polaroid photos scattered everywhere. They were very weird. There are photos of women, none of them smiling, almost as if they were caught off guard. Many of these pictures were of people laying down on something metal, and they didn't look to be asleep. Yeah. Like, what, dude? Do y'all know how expensive Polaroid film is? (laughs) Who has all this money? Right? These days. In the I mean, 90s, it was, was, yeah, it? it was, they found the photos in the 90s, so I mean, it could have been, you know. It's always in the been 80s, a little maybe even the 70s. And here's another excerpt from a man named Huck Soul, which I like that name. <laughs> Polaroid Trail is on a road that intersects with Shades of Death Road. On the drive there, we had many questions about what we had heard. Do you really think there are tons of pictures? Do you really think they are of dead people? When we found it, our headlights fixed on a hill that was dripping pictures onto the road. I ran up the hill where thousands of Polaroid pictures were lying. Grabbing two handfuls each, we ran back into the car and threw the pictures on the floor. It wasn't until we reached Route 80 that I turned on the dome light to sneak a peek. I will tell you this. Although I don't think anybody in the pictures is dead, they are mostly of a woman. I once heard a tale about a man who hid in the woods and waited for people to walk by. He would snap their photo the second before he killed them. 
Of course, I heard the story in Pennsylvania, but if you are out for a midday hike and you see a camera flash, run. <laughs> it's messed up. Emily, you're not going to Jersey. I'm sorry, hon. No. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think? I think that's scary. Yeah. Seems uh, like it's, it's, I mean, Shades of Death Road, it's never stopped. It's these, these crazy, never stopped. These crazy deaths. That's a lot to unpack. There are yeah. many shades of death. That was mm-hmm. not, <laughs> that was not a false claim. Uh, I, uh, I think we should stay in New Jersey, though. I love that. Yes. And uh, go to the most terrifying road in America. What? Saving the best for last. Damn. (laughs) Carrentals.com. Sponsored by. Yo, if Carrentals.com votes this road top hot. That's saying something. You know it's real. You know it's real. Okay, I'm taking you guys to Clinton Road in West Milford, New Jersey. Mm. You guys, this road goes from Route 23 near Newfoundland to the upper Greenwood Lake, about 10 miles long. Not too long, you know. It's a nice road. Mm -hmm. It's covered in woods. Barely any homes, you guys. Mm. This is mm. the highway to hell. <gasps> I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's very close to New York City. So this road's seen some some stuff for a long period of time, from decades long, right? Like, I can give you a quote from 1905. Whoa. Mr. J. Piercy Crayon. <gasps> okay. Of Crayola? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> He warned of these woods around Clinton. He said back in the day, back in 1905, he said, it was never advisable to pass through the five-mile woods after dark. Tradition tells us they were infested with bands of robbers, counterfeiters, and to say nothing of the witches that held their nightly dances and carousels at Green Island and the ghosts that made their appearances such in such frightful forms. Mm. Well, this place was spooked. This place sounds fun. Uh, well, <laughs> that too. I mean, it ha- it has it all. Okay? <laughs> ghosts, strange creatures in the trees, witches, satanists, awful say the Ku Klux Klan. Uh. Yeah. Not fun. Aliens. Love them. In some haunted cars. Okay. No, I don't want to come across no haunted car on a haunted road. What do we mean haunted car? Like. I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's start off with the first spook going down Clinton Road. We run into the cursed Drudic Temple. Mm. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. This uh, this strange structure is just just a little bit ways off Clinton Road, and it was created in the 18th century as an iron smelter. So it's really just a big old furnace, mm. you know, that was turned into a temple by the Druids. I mean, that sounds like a a great place. <laughs> mm-hmm. The story goes: the Druids found this oven. And they were like, okay, this is our temple. 
we should meet here. And so they did. And they held rituals that maybe, um, you know, curse the place. And it said that horrible, horrible things will happen to any intruder that enters the stone structure unannounced or at an inappropriate time. So don't do it. No. You Mm. know, it's fenced off now. You know, I'm glad to say, but, you know, kids will do what they will. It's true. And I just don't think you should test the waters. I don't know nothing about druid spells. <laughs> but it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like you want to go there. I have to no. agree. Let's go to the next place down the road on Clinton, okay? okay. This is the ghost boy bridge, Alyssa. Mm-mm. You love a ghost boy. Here he is. This is the most talked about because it'll scare you. <laughs> right down on Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the warning. <laughs> <laughs> right down on Clinton Road, there is a bridge that um, that's off this area called Dead Man's Curve. All right, always oh, the Dead Man's sick. Curve. He, he's yeah, sick. So, you know this might this must be. I've never seen it, but it must be some tight little curve that you know you can lose yourself on mm-hmm. Dead Man's Curve. So so the curve is near the Clinton Reservoir, and it's said that at midnight, if you toss a coin into the water, a boy will toss it back to you. Now, it's unclear if the boy, you know, pops out from under the bridge like a little jack-in-the-box to give a good (laughs) right-arm toss back to the the dude upstairs. (laughs) But some say they will see his reflection in the water while <gasps> others just get pelted with a penny by the pitcher. Oh, my God. If it's me, I prefer the jack-in-the-box, but, you know, you get what you get. Mm-hmm. And the story on how this boy died, they all kind of differ. Um, you know, some are more fanciful than others. But uh, it, it said that he had he maybe was sitting on the bridge and he fell into the river and drowned. Another story is that he was standing close to the river and to avoid being hit by a car, he ran and he jumped in and drowned. And then there was another one that kind of makes more sense with the whole story. And this one says that he was out in the road and he was going to go pick up a quarter and was hit by a car. Oh, no. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's how he died, and that's that's how he's there. But no one really knows. He's just there. So it's said if you stand close to the edge of the water, you might get pushed in. And there's one story that that this guy said he he dropped a quarter, right? And he went to go pick it up, and somebody pushed him in the in the river. <gasps> so the boy was saving him. Dang. You know, from the car. Right. Crazy stuff, guys. Crazy Whoa. stuff. So that's the Ghost Boy Bridge. All right. It's pretty fun, I'd say, right? I just got to backtrack on the Jack in the Box piece because Jack in the Boxes mm-hmm. are scary. No, but I think that's more fun, you know? You do if love If you're going to give me a good haunt, yeah. I want to I want to drop my quarter and then I want to <laughs> let a whoop, whoop, you know? Yeah. And throw it, launch it back over to me. Love that. Get a good little whoop. You know? So next up is Cross Castle. Mm. Tucked back in the woods, not too far from the road again. It's the ruins of a three-story structure that used to be 
Cross Castle or Bear Fort to the family. Because in 1905, Mr. Richard Cross built this mansion for his fam, and they lived there until his death in 1917. I think they didn't stay too long because the place was haunted. Yeah. Y'all, the woods was haunted. The whole area was haunted. So he le- they all left in 1917, ended up selling the property to the city of New York in 1919. And then a bit later, the place went up in flames. Yeah. Mm. Only the stone structure was remained, and it eventually was torn down completely in 1988. But before that, y'all, it became the home to Satanists and the Ku Klux Klan. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People say that if you go into these woods at night by the castle, you'll hear strange chanting and like manic laughter. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. fun. There's one quote from this brave soul who ventured, and I'm going to read it to you now. They They were out there. And they said, after a night of hearing tales, me and six others decided to go to the castle. As we got up the dirt road that wound up to the castle, we parked the cars, got out, lit a fire, and drank some beer. After an hour and a half, we began to hear chanting and chains rattling. One of the girls started to go into a seizure. Oh, Lord. Three of us tried to move her to no avail. It was like she was nailed to a rock. Then the chanting stopped, and the girl came around. We all looked at each other like, what the hell is going on here? What's that about? What happened there? What happened? Y'all okay? Well, sounds like it. But they shouldn't go back. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Others that go out there, y'all, will find animal sacrifices littered everywhere. That's something I don't want to see. Never. Ever. Yeah. So, yeah, be careful. Castle Rock, it sounds a whole lot like the oven, <laughs> where it's just haunted lands, and you just don't want to be around there. But there's more, you guys. There's more on Clinton Road. We're not done yet. It does oh not God. Aliens are there. What is with these roads? There's just so much. You got me. You got me. Aliens have been sighted, and we got another direct quote. There's a whole page of these quotes about Clinton Road you can go to. I'll have to find the site and tell them to you guys later. But uh, I just took them straight from the site, you know. Aliens, we were we were at Clinton Road one night. As we went further, we saw lights, hundreds of them on both sides of the woods, blue ones, red ones, bright ones. We got so freaked out as we went 75 miles per hour on this 35-mile-per-hour road. The lights we keep up with us, if we stopped in the middle of the road, they would stay there on each side and suddenly vanish by J Radicals. Yeah. Spooky lights are not to be messed with. They were flashing they were flashing red, white, and blue. <gasps> oh America. America. Yeah. They were like, we've landed. That's telling. On northern yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. take me away from here. That's yes. what I'm asking for. Yeah. Quite honestly. Next, guys, crazed creatures. Oh. Yeah. There's some insane animals out here. Some floating dogs. Who would have thought? What? Right. Yeah. This one person um, 
they saw this animal. It was like a dog-like creature and it was running after their car. And it just <laughs> kept running. And then all of a sudden, once the co- once they they were going so fast down the road because they were trying to escape from this creature, this dog-like creature chasing after them, right? So then these cops saw them, turned on the lights, and the creature was gone. They thought it was the Jersey Devil. Could have been, mm. you know. We he talked about the Jersey out. Devil a while ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then the last one I'll talk about here is the ghost car because I feel like we all need to hear about this. We absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this this girl was racing down Clinton Road um, in her blue 1988 Chevy Camaro. And uh, something happened. She ended up slamming into a cement divider on one of the sharpest turns on Clinton Road and was killed in- instantly. Oh. Um, but apparently, the legend has it that if you're driving down Clinton Road, you'll see this 1988 Chevy Camaro drive by. <sighs> hmm. Mm-hmm. So truly a ghost car. It's a ghost car. Wow. Doesn't sound like it harms you. Thank goodness, because cars can, you know, that's scary. A ghost car, just like a ghost train. You just don't really know what to expect when it's going to pop out. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's a big thing. Wow. But yeah, let, I'm going to, I'm going to send you guys that, uh, the link to all the source, you know, where you can get all of the, the, uh, haunted stories from Clinton road. Wow. Because yes, there's please. a lot, there's too many to say, mm-hmm. but you'll get that link. Don't worry. They, you guys got to take a look. They keep it haunted in New Jersey. They really do. There are no games to be played. They don't mm-hmm. mess around. I don't think I'm going to be on Clinton Road anytime soon. Nah. Here's you not know? my choice. Real cue. Has anyone listening been to Clinton Road or Shades of Death Road? Yeah. Jonathan, I believe, has been to Stagecoach Road, but has anyone else? Let us know. Hmm. At the Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Wow. We love the stories. And that's only just the beginning of Haunted Roads. I mean, there are many more, so maybe we'll revisit them. Yeah, we should. Wow. Roads are fun. I'm sufficiently spooked. I don't know about y'all, but I'm also sufficiently warm. So with that, (laughs) thank you to everyone for joining us. These are beautiful stories. Beautiful. And until next time. Stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.